Hello and welcome to The Shadow from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Well, heaven's 
Where's Lamar? What are you mumbling? Huh? Oh, sorry, darling. I've been pouring over those old comics just for the last 15 minutes. Do you think it's about time you told me why this sudden interest in the funny papers? Yeah, I've been arranging these comics just so they fall in sequence for the past month. Here, look here. Hmm. Jack Prescott's detective story, sir. Yes, featuring his latest weird character. This time, an elusive and deadly gentleman known as Hypo. Listen to this caption. Hypo, new type of killer who traded the old-fashioned automatic for the modern hypodermic needle. Ooh, horrible. Horrible and fascinating to two million readers of four million on Sunday. It's like an emaciated version of Boris Karloff. Tall, thin, dresses all in gray, so it's difficult to identify. Go on, darling. Let's see. Eliminates the victim with a hypodermic needle filled with a new, fast-working poison. It always attacks in crowded areas. Come on. You don't think there's some connection between those three mysterious murders and this comic strip class? I think there might be, Margot. Of course, we still don't know how the killer actually committed the murders, but we do know the victims died of poison and that they were attacked in crowded areas. Yes, that's true. Some crazy killer might have been inspired by this idea, or some homicidal maniac has really taken these comic strips to heart. How awful. This man who draws this character, this Jack Prescott, he must be practically a psychopathic case himself. Oh, I understand Prescott's a very mild, home-loving man. He's one of the best-liked cartoonists in the business. Do you know him, Lamar? Well, well enough to bluff my way through a social call. Would you think he'd be able to tell you if there's any basis for this theory of yours? He might, Margo. He has a studio over on Park Place. Why don't we go over and see? I'm afraid he's just Christmas. Nothing like this idea of yours very much, darling. He's a reasonable man, Margo. I think he'll admit there might be a connection between his comic strip and these mysterious murders. I feel so frightened. Isn't that ridiculous? Not at all. After all, you're about to visit the birthplace of some of America's most notorious villains. Cyanide Susie, Wasp Waste, Gimlet Eye. Well, oh, hello, Harry. I'm Mr. Uh, Prescott can't be disturbed. He's very busy right now. Well, I phoned Mr. Prescott today, and he invited me to drop in, Harry. What's the name, please? Lamont Cranston and Margolay. Very well. Wait right here. Am I getting ideas or do you look something like Hyper? That's Harry Borden, Prescott's handyman. The story goes he searches everything from Prescott's butler to chauffeur. He's supposed to have models for Hypo. Well, he isn't exactly the kind of person I'd have around for a man's Friday. <laughs> Mr. Prescott will see you. Well, don't stay too long. He's trying to make a deadline. Thank you, Harry. Come in, Margot. I know it sounds fantastic, Mr. Prescott. Well, all I can say is that this gives me a new reason for wanting to get out of the clan comics and switch to something lighter. But, Mr. Prescott, you've made such a great success in this field. Oh, thanks, Miss Lane, but I'm beginning to find it a little depressing, dreaming up monsters and ogres. A little exhausting, too. Exhausting? It may sound funny, but it's real work, dreaming up a bigger and better villain every month or so. I spend 12 hours a day, six days a week. Comics are a serious business, eh? How did you, uh, conceive the character of Hypo, Mr. Prescott? Well, a Dr. Murray Schumacher, he's a biochemist, first gave me the idea, Mr. Cranston. 
He's an expert on poisons of all kinds. Dr. Murray Schumer. Yes. He gave me a lot of valuable technical material. Although I didn't tell him at the time I intended to use it in the strip. I've been doing a little research on my own, too. Oh, I see. Uh, do you know where Dr. Schumacher is living now? Yes, I believe his laboratory is just outside of town on uh, Hillcrest Road, I believe. Yes, Hillcrest. He hates publicity, however. He'd be very upset if he became involved in a sensational story like this. I'm afraid personal feelings are going to have to go by the boards in this case, Mr. Prescott. As long as this killer's on the loose, none of us are safe. Yes, of course, of course. I feel terribly that my work might be connected with these murders, Mr. Cranston. Now, if you or the police want any more information, please call us. We will, Mr. Prescott. Thanks very much for your help. Coming, Martha? Oh, yes, Carl. Keep in touch with me, won't you, Mr. Cranston? I'll, I'll be anxious to know of any development. We'll be glad to. Bye, Miss Prescott. Goodbye. So long. Poor man. He's really worried about this thing, Martha. He looks so tired. He's sleeping. Oh, he's scared me. I show you to the door. I don't think that'll be necessary, Harry. I can see it right there. I don't know what your business is, Mr. Cranston. But if it has something to do with those murders, I suggest you go to the police. How did you know we were talking about the murders, Harry? I... I know everything that goes on in this house. I see. Remember what I said, Mr. Cranston. You get me more ideas, don't bring them here. Understand? Yes, Harry. I think I understand. Come on, Martha. Come on. Hmm? Darling, you haven't said a word for ten minutes. Oh, I'm sorry, Margo. I was just thinking about our talk with Jack Prescott. And also the fact it might be worth checking the Harry Borden's record. Good idea. Where are we going now, Dr. Schumacher? No, Margot, not until I've had a chance to check on an idea that just occurred to me. That sounds very much as if you're going to drop me off at home. I am, darling. I'll call you in the morning after I've done a little scientific research of my own. Send him home today. 
Any idea what kind of a drug it is, Doctor? I can't think, Commissioner, but uh, whatever it is, he didn't absorb enough of it to make serious trouble. Probably squirmed away before the killer could inflict his full dose. But uh, how the killer injected the stuff is another question. I can't find a mark on the patient. Well, that's been puzzling us. And uh, we'll let you know if we learn anything new, Commissioner. Thank you, Doctor. Well, you'll excuse me. Margaret and I walk out with you, Commissioner. Goodbye, Doctor. Goodbye. Who was that hypo character Prescott was babbling about? Jack Prescott's latest comic to villain. He's supposed to get big money for robbing out his victims of a hypodermic needle. Lamont thinks the murderer may have gotten the idea from his comic to character. Cranston, you're not serious. As you said, a Cranston theory is better than none. These murders did have something to do with his hypo character. How do you explain the fact that there are no marks of a hypodermic needle on any of the victims? That's the part of the theory I'm still working on, stick to the book on this case. You can keep the funny papers, Cranston. Good night, Commissioner. Come on, Margaret, we've got things to do. What's the matter? I want to get over to Dr. Schumacher's place right away. Dr. Yes, Margaret, you're going to pay him a personal visit. Now, just a second, darling. Let me get this straight. I'm to interview Dr. Schumacher as a newspaper reporter. Is that right? That's right. Get him to talk to you, Margo. Find out all you can. Well, suppose he doesn't want to talk to the press. Well, an interview may flatter his ego. From what Jack Prescott said about him, I'm not exactly looking forward to finding myself alone with this Dr. Schumacher. You won't be alone, Margo. The shadow will be there, too. series of poison murders, and I thought you might be able to give me some new angles on toxicology. No. But I, I really wanted an authoritative viewpoint, and uh, Jack Prescott, the cartoonist... Prescott. You've been talking to Jack Prescott? Oh, yes. He mentioned you as a source of his material. Come in. Well, I, I guess... Come in. I don't usually give interviews about my work. Propaganda. Prescott gives to the newspapers gone notice. You think Mr. Prescott's comic strip constitutes a menace to society, Dr. Schumacher? Prescott is an opportunist who will take a scientific topic and squeeze it for every drop of its commercial value. I see. How did you happen to become a specialist in toxicology, Doctor? Poison can be one of the most interesting as well as beautiful things in the world, my dear. Beautiful, did you say, Dr. Schumacher? Yes. Poison kills the undesirable. What? Yes. Like trees, insects, animals, people. When undesirables are eliminated, there remains only beauty. I see. Uh, Dr. Schumacher, the real purpose of my interview is... I have a collection of notes entitled Timetable for Death, telling to the fraction of a second how long it takes for certain poisons to take effect. I'll get it for you. And it's you. Shadow. I hear you, Mark. I'm scared. He sounds absolutely mad. Hold on for a few more minutes. 
That's something I've still got to find out. Don't worry, Margot. The shadow is watching every move. Now you will see how accurately death can be calculated. I'm fond of the title. Timetable for death. It's like looking at this schedule of trains. Slow and fast ones. But all of these trips have one way, Candice. You see, there is no round trip. <laughs> you, you have a laboratory too, I suppose, Doctor. Yes. Would you like to see the latest specimen from my laboratory? Of course. Would you see what happened to this creature? The result of poison. You will have something worth writing about. I get it. Oh, Doctor Simato, please. This cursed test of mine. I'd almost forgotten about it. <laughs> I plan those stairs I'll be wheezing for the rest of the day. Excuse me a minute. I'll get someone who can get this. All right, Margot, get out fast. Shadow, I have a thought. Never mind that now, Margot. Just get out of here. Hurry. But, Lamont, I don't get it. Dr. Schumacher is just about to tell us something important, and suddenly the shadow decides to call it off. Why? I realize you're talking to Dr. Schumacher. It's a waste of time. There's far more important thing to do right away. You get more puzzling by the minute. I'll explain everything later, darling. Right now, we're going to press cut studio. There's something I've got to find, and this time, we've got to work fast. <laughs> Tried to kill Mr. Prescott, didn't you? You tried to kill All right. 
did try to kill him. And I'm sorry I didn't succeed. But you're not going to be able to tell anybody about it. Now, wait a second, Harry. I told you to get out. Now you're going out where nobody will find you. Very interesting. Mr. I, I didn't hear you come in, sir. You seem to be confused, my boy. You're not talking to Mr. Prescott. You're talking to a uh, uh, Listen to me, Mr. Prescott. Notice how I move around the room swiftly, noiselessly, like death itself. It might interest you to know that I'm receiving $5,000 in advance to have you, shall we say, to race. Prescott. Please, sir. Oh, the young lady. An unscheduled job. This is going to cost the next. A double feature is tricky. Sir, put down that instrument. Listen to me for a minute. One minute, I always... And one thing I always pride myself on is neatness. No gut, no knife. That's why Hyper was the highest paid killer in the murder racket. Mr. Prescott, look at me. It's, it's me, Harry Ford. We're going to handle the whole thing. Efficiency and... Mr. Prescott, please. Forgive me, young lady. I'll take the gentleman. No. My pain was very swift. You'll hardly feel it when I get the poison. against the skin, and it, it blasts fluid painlessly through the pores. 
patient doesn't even feel the injection. So that's why the victims didn't know they'd been poisoned. And why there were no needle marks on their bodies. I thought, Bray. But must be something new. Well, it's so new, Margot, that the first real publicity about it's in this week's Life magazine. Yeah, they don't. Well, Cranston, I guess I'll have to take back what I said about your comic strip theory. That's all right, Winston. Uh, Colonel, I hope this doesn't set a new trend in crime production. I have trouble enough getting through all the police stories on the front page without having to comb the comic strips every day.